0: don't blame the cockroach. At a restaurant, a cockroach suddenly flew in from somewhere and landed on a woman patron. Panic etched on her face and voice trembling, she started jumping about with both hands desperately trying to get rid of the cockroach without actually having to touch it. She finally managed to push the cockroach away, but it landed on another woman at her table. Now it was the second woman's turn to continue with the drama. A waiter rushed forward to their rescue. In the commotion, the cockroach soon landed on the waiter, but the waiter remained calm. He watched the cockroach and at the right moment, he grabbed it with his fingers and threw it out of the door of the restaurant. Peace suddenly restored and everyone returned to their tables. But consider the scene for a moment. Exactly what was it that caused the hysterics? The cockroach? If so, why was the waiter able to respond to the situation to near perfection without any chaos? No anxiety on his part. Oh, it was not the cockroach, but the inability of those people to handle the tumult caused by the cockroach's presence that caused the chaos and the uproar. When confronted by another person's anger, it's not usually the shouting or the tension that causes the stress. It's our inability at that moment to respond to the problem. It's not the traffic jam or the sales clerk's competence or the computer freezing up that are disturbing. It's our inability to deal creatively and effectively with the situation. More than the problem, it's our reaction to the problem that creates most of the chaos in our lives. That I took from a speech by Sundar Pichai, the CEO of Google Inc. See, every life is burdened. Using Jesus's work, um, word from the Gospel today, every one of us. Our life has burdens. We're burdened with disappointments, hurts, quandaries, predicaments, and. All kinds of situations every day that we can't control. Pandemics, heat waves, no control. But Jesus invites his listeners, all of us, to embrace the sense of fulfillment and purpose that can only be realized by learning his example. His example to take on his yoke of service to one another as we journey to the dwelling place of God. In my time here over these years, you've heard me preached frequently about that differentiation between those two words of respond and react. See, most of us react to life. Someone says something, we say something back. Someone does something, we do something back. We react to life. And Jesus on the other hand, even when they tried to trip him up, to catch him, to somehow get him to stumble and give the answer that they wanted each and every time, he doesn't raise his voice, doesn't wave his hands up in the air, He doesn't scream and yell. He responds. He simply answers the question that they ask, usually with another question, which then leaves those who asked the original question most of the time stumped and speechless. Isn't most of our response to life really what the problem is? Because we don't respond, but we react to life. You're sitting behind the wheel, and the person in front of you, because I do this all the time, the car in front of you doesn't move when the light turns green I usually yell. Now, I don't yell vulgarities, but I usually yell, it doesn't get any greener than this. Of course, it has no bearing on the person driving the car in front of me. And usually it's just because of me that I could have left four minutes earlier and then I wouldn't be in such a rush and I would not now be angry because the light turned green and now it's turned yellow and I'm going to sit here for another red light. I'm angry at that person but the truth is it's just my reaction to the situation. See, most of our problems, I think, most of our labors and our burdens, we take upon ourselves. We do it to ourselves, that old adage, being our worst enemy, right? How often have we told people, oh, don't worry, yes, I can do that. That's fine. And then we're mad as heck. Why am I doing this? You offered to do it. So why are you angry with the person who didn't do it? You said, yes. My first Christmas at St. Dominic downtown decided, as you know, most of the decorating I do. And so I invited a group of people come and we'll have eggnog and hot chocolate and we'll decorate the church. Well, it was decorated. Not the way I would have decorated it, but it was decorated. And then, after everyone had their eggnog or their hot chocolate and they all went home, I went back to church to straighten out the mess. And I was so angry that I finally had to catch myself and say, They all left happy, Dennis. They all left thinking it looked wonderful. Why did you ask them to help in the first place if you really didn't want them to do it? Or if you weren't going to simply allow them to do it? Why be angry if they came to help? It was probably one of the best lessons I could have ever learned as I was reconfiguring all the nativity figures in the manger sitting in the straw, weeping, not because I was upset, but from my allergies of the straw. Now tired, frustrated, dirty from the dirty straw. And finally, the light went off and thought, you did it to yourself. See, that's what Jesus is inviting. Learn from me. Take my yoke upon you. My yoke is easy. My burden, light. See, we're the ones who take on the burden. We're the ones who take on problems. We create problems most of the time for ourselves. And then we're angry at everyone else. Jesus in the gospel accepts people the way they are. Don't raise your hands when I ask, how many of you just accept people the way they are? Most of us spend our whole lives praying that someone will change the way that we want them to be. And then we're mad when they don't. We struggle, we struggle, we struggle with ourselves, we struggle with other people, other people are struggling. Now it's our burden and then we discover they resolved it 10 days ago, but we're still praying for them and still horrified by what they're going through. Oh, I forgot to call you and tell you it everything worked out just fine, Father. Oh, thanks. I fasted four days this week for you. Thanks. I'm glad it all worked out last weekend. Jesus just invites us to respond to life and to stop reacting to everything around us. It's so easy. Respond, react. It's easy to know. It's hard to do. But to be Jesus' follower is to take his example into our lives. That's why he uses the image of the child. They don't tend to burden themselves. We burden them. Aren't you nervous? Aren't you afraid to go on the stage and have to sing in front of all those people? They weren't until we just told them that they should be nervous singing in front of all those people. See, the child just responds. You ask a question, they give you an answer. But we're the ones who don't always like the answer that they give us, so then we're upset. Like my mom, always asking me questions. I always gave her an answer. Then she'd always say, well, don't tell me that. Well, don't ask the question. If you didn't want to know, Mom, why did you just ask me? Well, I was hoping you'd give me a different answer. <laughs> you asked because you probably knew what I was going to say. I just proved you right. Jesus has put it all down. Put all your burdens down. So tonight, whatever you came here with, whatever you've been dragging around with you, that might not even be yours worthy to be dragging around with you. Probably someone else's. Some situation that you've gotten yourself into. Something that you just can't let go of. Jesus has just put it down. Yoke yourself to me, not to someone else, not to someone else's problem, not to someone else's anger, not to someone else's loss. Just yoke yourself to me. Let me walk with you. Let me give you what you need. One step at a time. One breath at a time. And remember, please, Don't blame the cockroach.